Hey, I'm Natalie Abbott. And I'm Vera Schmitz. We are sisters who host the Dwell Differently podcast. We help you memorize and meditate on one Bible verse every month. And all month long on our podcast, we talk about what that verse means, why it matters, and how we can apply that verse to our daily lives. Well, welcome back to the Dwell Differently podcast. It's your host, Natalie Abbott, and I've got my sister making ridiculous faces at me right now. Welcome back, Hello. Vera. You're so happy <laughs> it's me. I actually am. You're always my favorite guest, or I, I guess you're also a host, so we're, we're the hostesses with the most. I'm going to tell everybody. Actually, you just told everybody that you said that. <laughs> hey, I claim that fully. I'm not ashamed of of being that. friends with me. I'm also um, <laughs> say no. I'm definitely not ashamed of that, but I'm not ashamed of saying ridiculous things for the sake of making people roll their eyes. Yeah, especially you're gifted you. at that. So I am. I'm good at that. All right. Well, today we are talking about our verse that we're memorizing together. It's from John six twenty nine, and it says, "Jesus answered, the work of God is this: to believe in the one He has sent." Okay, so I love the verse design this month. Uh, for those of you who are listening at home and aren't members, so you don't know what this is, the verse design takes the first letter of every word in our verse, and there's a design that they're put into to help your mind when you see those first letters remember the verse that it's about. Vera, will you tell us about the design this month? Because I know that you're like the brains behind this, you and our friend Ruthie. Tell me about it. Yes, Ruthie was like, hey, what do you think about a paper airplane for this? And so I love it because it's one of those verses where it's like Jesus replied or Jesus answered. So it's actually his words. Um, the The work of God is this, to believe in the one he has sent. And so I like it on the paper airplane because it's like you can write a little message on your paper airplane and send it to somebody. And also Jesus is the one he has sent and I like to imagine God throwing down this paper airplane. Yes. Um, I think it's really cool. Also, <laughs> Jesus is the messenger and the message. He's both things, which is really cool. So, um, yeah, I just think it's a super fun design. It's really playful. Uh, Ruthie took took the lead on this one, and I think she just crushed it. It's just so fun, and, and the kids love it. Like, my kiddo mm-hmm. thinks it's really cool um, that it's a paper airplane. So. Yes, I took all my extra tattoos to Sunday school this Sunday, and I did this with our Sunday school kids. They're like, you know, ages first through fifth grade, and the coloring sheets. So for those of you who don't know, we have coloring sheets that our members can download every month and color like a design that goes with all this. So it's this page full of these fun airplanes. Anyway, we colored those and we had such a ball. And then of course we made them into paper airplanes and we had paper airplane throwing contests. So there you go. That was winning. Yeah. Sunday school. It's a wrap done. (laughs) (laughs) But I do, I just love that design. In fact, it, it hearkens to the context in our verse, which is this idea that Jesus, I mean, this is the place where Jesus says, I am the bread of life sent down from heaven. So this idea that Jesus is actually saying, I am sent from heaven. I came from heaven and whoever believes in me will have eternal life. So I, I love this like playful image of him coming down and um, taking on 
a, a form that is understandable to us. And I especially love the form that you guys put this one into so that our kids could like love on that. And I love it myself. Like I've been wearing this tattoo the whole time and, and it's just, it's so cool. It's lovely. It is super cool. I look down at my wrist and I'm like, yes. It's one that I feel like um, if you have a lot of tattoos, you might take up some real estate on your wrist for the paper airplane. Yes, this is true. We, you know we I mean? get people who request every month not every month, but several times we get people who say, hey, can I can I use that tattoo design? And we're always like, oh, yeah, you can. Just send us a picture. Please send us a picture. Yeah. We want to see that. Awesome. Okay. Well, so Vera, the thing that, that sticks out to me about this verse as I, as I keep kind of milling it over in my mind um, is that it's a response to a question. Mm-hmm. So the people ask Jesus this question, what are the things that we can do to do the works that God requires. So they say do, do, and works and requires. Like they are looking for stuff to do. They want a to-do list. And aren't we just like this as people? Oh, me for sure. I'm like, wait, what do I need to do? Like Mm -hmm. always, always. Mm -hmm. What Am I doing the right thing? Uh, Am I, you know, saying yes to the right things? Mm -hmm. We want a checklist that's clean and easy. We do. And I think I think sometimes we like even when we assess when we take like a spiritual inventory of our own lives, aren't we thinking about our do's and don'ts, our should haves and didn'ts? You know, like mm-hmm. aren't we looking at our own lives and, and evaluating our spiritual uh, vivacity with those things? And yet we have Jesus give us this answer that in no way is a list of works, right? He Mm -hmm. totally flips it upside down and he says, not the works of God are X, Y, Z. He says the work, the the singular work of God is this, to believe in the one he has sent. So that is just such a mind-blowing concept, right? Because we Mm -hmm. really do, we want this list of things and we evaluate our spiritual lives by this list of things that we're doing or not doing. And yet Jesus says, you guys... Come on. <laughs> mm-hmm. You want to do something? You want to work? Here's your, you know, air quotes, work that you can do. Believe in the work that I already did. Mm-hmm. Believe that it was effective for you. Apply that work to your life because you want that list of rules, man, you're never going to attain that. No, it's it's really good. It's when you actually like receive that and and hear what it's saying Mm -hmm. it's so freeing to know okay like just believe jesus yeah just believe in jesus that's what we are to do do the work of god believe in jesus well and isn't it what jesus gets so frustrated with the pharisees the the spiritual teachers of the day for doing he tells them that they're tying heavy millstones around people's necks so that they're going to (laughs) drown (laughs) <laughs> right? Yeah. Like that's the the picture image of this like weighty thing. And yet here we have Jesus who is is light like a paper, paper airplane. That the mm-hmm. work of the work he's asking us to do isn't isn't a list of to-dos. It's believe. Believe in me. And so I think honestly when I think about this question, I think we're asking ourselves the wrong questions, right? When we're evaluating our own spiritual lives, we're asking ourselves the wrong thing. Instead mm-hmm. of asking, am I believing God in this situation? 
Am I trusting that God is in control over this thing that I'm, I feel out of control with? Am I, you know, am I believing that God is good despite my circumstances that are hard? Those are the questions that we should be asking when we're trying to take a spiritual inventory of our lives instead of asking the kinds of questions that these people come to Jesus with, like, what are the works that we have to do to do the work that God requires? Like, give me my Mm -hmm. checklist. Instead, Jesus is like, are you believing in me? Are you trusting in me? Are you, is your faith in me, not in your actions and your deeds? Totally. Can I read, can I read a part of the back of this card? yeah you can yeah you can i'm just gonna read it because i'm i can't help but think of this little write-up um when you're talking so it says when we believe jesus has everything under control we stop worrying when we trust in jesus's love for us we stop seeking others approval when when jesus fills our hearts with joy we don't have to number ourselves when jesus is our everything we stop filling our lives with stuff when Mm. jesus gives us purpose we don't have to chase success and how often are we the, the second part of that? We're worried. We're looking for approval. We are numbing ourselves out. We are filling our lives with things and we are chasing after whatever thing we think is going to make us successful. And it's like Jesus is believing Jesus' truths about those things and believing him in those things is is the whole work. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Natalie, what would you say for you personally is the hardest thing right now or a hard thing that you're having trouble like believing Jesus for? Um, you would have to ask that question. Well, so I have been struggling with writing right now, um, specifically writing for Dwell. And I think it's because I've been trying to do it in my own strength, and mm-hmm. I haven't been believing that God is going to give me the words that I need in the time that I have, which is really limited right now. And so I end up on this like hamster wheel where, like th- yesterday, I spent four hours trying to w- write literally one short blog post, and I came away from the end of it, and I was like, this is trash. I'm so angry. And then my husband came home, and he's like, how was your day? And I was like, ah, and I went and cried in my bathroom floor. So, but as I was there crying on my bathroom floor, I had this realization of the irony of my situation, which is that here I was not believing. Here I was earning and working and trying and feeling like a failure in my own efforts, Instead of just coming before Jesus and being like, I don't have words right now. Mm -hmm. I just need you to give me strength and wisdom and insight into this passage. And, And so the reason I was struggling to write about the passage is because I was not living out the beliefs that I believe that I have. Instead, I was working <laughs> under the works that I felt like I needed to do. So if that makes any sense to anybody at all, um, it just... Like, so then this morning I got up and I spent some time in the word and I just was like, Lord, I know that I know that you are good and I know that you will give me the words. And I just beforehand already praise you that this is going to be so awesome today. And I spent five hours. I got up at five this morning and went to Starbucks and I got done at like 10 and I, I literally spent five hours and I, I wrote everything I needed to write, even for next week when I'm on vacation. And I was just like, you're so good. You just love me so much. And that, that's it. That's all I needed was just to believe that he was going to do it. And then he did. 
It was such a good That's lesson. so true. I have that experience on the regs <laughs> where I am in the chaos mm-hmm. and I can't remember what's true about the situation. Um, yeah, I... I and it's so funny because we look back, we look in scripture, at least I do, and I like will read about somebody, a human, who is like forgetting things about God all the time. And I'm like, yeah. why do they keep doing this? And then I'm like, <laughs> why do I keep doing this? Um, and so uh, it's just so, it's just so uh, natural for us mm-hmm. to rely on us. Yeah. I mean, isn't that what Adam and Eve did in the garden? It was like, no, I want the control, and 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 so they took the fruit and they they and sin enter, entered the world. Like so, that is the the first thing that we're trying to do. We didn't trust God, mm-hmm. and we relied on ourselves, and that's still what we're doing. Is we're not trusting God and we're relying on ourselves, and we're in this loop constantly instead of just saying, actually, the work of God is this to believe in the one He has sent. Yeah, we got to get out of that hamster wheel, man. Yes. Every single day. There's a there's a verse that says today is the day of our salvation, you know, and that is a verse that I say to myself on the repeat is that even now, today, right now is the day of my salvation. You know, it's it's like you foolish Galatians having first believed that this is what has has made you right before the Lord. You go on and try to somehow work to attain it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like you foolish idiots. That's me. I'm that idiot. I'm the person who is who is believing in my works, who is trusting in them to get things done and to save me and to bring me success or, you know, um, fulfillment, I guess. I don't know. And yet here here again, as I'm writing this, you know, post, I'm like, ah, I did it again. I did it again. Mm-hmm. I'm writing mm-hmm. about the thing that I'm doing wrong right now. <laughs> But isn't it beautiful that, like, he takes us to that edge? Like, he took you to your bathroom floor yesterday. Yep. So that he could bring bring you back to him. Like, he still brings you back. Yeah. And gives you this opportunity the next day to choose a different way to approach the day and to trust him. Um, Yeah. You know, it's not like you got scolded and sent away it was like sorry no more for you (laughs) (laughs) no yeah exactly so um i'm just grateful for that because i will continually come up short and i will find myself again like come on now come on now Uh, so for anybody who's out there listening who's like i do that too yeah we all do it Mm -hmm. we all do it and you know the good news ultimately is that we don't have to keep doing that we don't have to keep relying on our works or measuring ourselves by our failures we can measure ourselves and see ourselves as christ sees us which is Mm -hmm. beautiful children of his people that he loves his beloved bride and know that just like we like i look at my own kids for instance and i look at them and i'm like there's nothing they could ever do that would make me not love them and they mm-hmm. fail all the time. They, they are never obedient, it feels like. I mean, they are sometimes. But there's nothing that they could do that I'm not like, okay, well, let's try it again, guys. Here we go. One more time. You know, like, mm-hmm. that's just the reality of humanity. And, you know, that's the beauty and the, the appeal of the Bible 
is the honesty that it has for us about our failings. And yet the answer, the miraculous, wondrous, you know, mind boggling answer that we get in Christ, that the work of the work we have to do is just believe. That's right. Um, it's so interesting, though, even as we're talking about this, I, I'm, you know, it's preaching back to myself. But at the same time, I'm thinking, um, like, how could I do this better? Like, that's where my mind goes. I'm like, well, you know, I probably should just get up a little bit earlier. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I try to make it a work. I try to make believing into a work even. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's mm-hmm. not to say that creating a space and creating time to c- commune with God is wrong or bad or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But it's this, it, I say this all the time on these podcasts. Um, I, people probably get tired of hearing it, or maybe you don't. Maybe you need to hear it again because I need to remember this. But it's like it's he's only ever a prayer away. Mm-hmm. Like it, it is only ever, a, Lord, I'm in the chaos I haven't been trusting you. Mm. Help me to believe you. Yeah. Period. Like that is your entry point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is that... your entry point for for every Christian who's a baby to the the Christian who's been walking their entire life. Or maybe you've been somebody this whole time that you've been doing works and you're like, uh, this is new for me. Like, what do you mean I just have to believe Jesus? I don't have to do X, Y, and Z. Mm. Doesn't mean and also it doesn't mean that you don't want to do that. Actually it it pushes you to want to do those things. Mm. You know, when you believe in Jesus, it, it there becomes this out outpour of works um, because of because you understand your relationship with with the Lord. Um, but it, this is also for the non-believer. This might be the first time you're hearing this. Maybe somebody sent it to you. You accidentally showed up on this weird Christian thing. <laughs> Welcome. Like, what am I doing here? <laughs> but it's for you too. And if mm-hmm. you don't believe, or maybe you're realizing, maybe I don't actually know Jesus in this way. It's, it is it is one prayer. It is, God, I don't know if I'm thinking about this right. I don't know if I've ever believed you mm. or believed in you. Help me, period. Yeah. It's like that verse we memorized, I do believe, but help me overcome my unbelief. You know, mm-hmm. like even in our unbelief, Jesus is right there with us, helping, ready to embrace us and, and to give us more belief, you know, the ability mm-hmm. to trust him. Oh, so good. And an ability to be honest. Yeah. You don't have to clean it up and be like, oh, I don't really, I don't know if I believe, I have unbelief. Yeah. Take that somewhere else. <laughs> no, it's like, take it to God. We're like we're taught that in scripture. Like you bring the stuff and you say, I do believe, but help me with my unbelief, please. Yeah. So good. All right, Vera, we are out of time for today, but just, I just love this verse and I love the design and I love, I really enjoyed dwelling on this verse. I've, and honestly, it's funny because it seems like it would be such a simple concept for me to talk about and write about, but it's it's evidence that it's not. This is hard for us as human beings, mm-hmm. that I keep struggling against it and I keep coming up short because I'm like, I'm still doing it wrong. <laughs> I'm still, I mean, like this, it's a painful thing. Um, and I would encourage those of you who um, read our podcast or read our devotional to go over and read the one um the third one for the month that talks about how uh we're we're, it says you know are we asking the wrong questions read that one because that's talking specifically about are we 
looking to God to justify us, or are we looking to our works to justify us instead of looking to Jesus who has justified us by his good works for, for us on our behalf? So It's all good stuff. It's good stuff. All right, V, we'll talk to you again next time, lady. Thanks for joining me today. Mom, what are you doing with your kids all summer? (laughs) I don't know. Me too. Okay, but we do have one fun thing at Dwell that we're doing this summer that I think will be really wonderful for you. We are doing a Fruits of the Spirit special color kit that you can do with your kids where they memorize the Fruits of the Spirit and it comes with fun, colorful tattoos. And we also have a one-page devotional for you to read through with your kids and do with them. So we hope that it's a fun tool for you. If you go to dwelldifferently.com and look up Fruits of the Spirit, it'll be there for you and we hope you enjoy it. 